0: So um, when uh, the finance minister says that he owes South Africans conduct that is beyond reproach, surely that is the right thing to do.
1: Yes, certainly. I think that he would be setting a, a great example to his other colleagues as well by resigning uh, from his position as finance minister. Let's remember that the position of finance minister is an important one in the whole cabinet in general, but also given the financial. Crunch that South Africa is in, and the and we're very highly indebted, and in the questions about whether we'll be able to grow our economy sufficiently to be pay off all of our debt. Um, having somebody that is credible, that is seen as beyond reproach, at in the position of finance minister is really important. And so, you know, the the There is expected conduct for all ministers, but I think there's certainly an extra burden on somebody who is finance minister at this particular time because of the economic crisis that we're in as a country.
0: So what has also become evident as a result of this is the different yardsticks that we use for the good guys and the so-called bad guys. Because, you know, you look around and I'm just looking at TV screens all over and reading things like uh, we should wait for Nene to provide reasons uh, as to why he lied and all of those things. Why have we gone that way? Uh, Why is it that the optics of this have replaced ethics in the instance of Nene? Well, I think that it's really,
1: as you described it really well, this idea of good guys and bad guys, and that the way in which we framed so many of our governance issues, our problems with, with corruption, particularly under the tenure of former President Jacob Zuma, has been around some people who are really good and haven't you know, looted the state and then versus other people who are really bad and without any room for gray or for complication or complexity in the middle and the reality is that uh there is no such thing as a perfect civil servant or perfect politician and there is no such thing as a politician that makes uh You know, good judgment that has good judgment all the time. And sometimes, you know, many of the people that we see as good, and certainly some of the decisions that, uh, that Minister Nene spoke about that he took last week, um, about, you know, refusing the nuclear deal, about, you know, placing limits on, you know, to, to mean that the, the Nell wouldn't be sold to, to an Asian company, all of those things are good things. But it doesn't divorce from the fact that he clearly did show errors in judgment as Minister of Finance the first time that he was around. Remember that the issue also is not just his testimony at the Zondo Commission. There was also the article that was released on Friday, the report released by the Mail and Guardian, implicating his son in... Irregular business dealings with with the Guptas, but also implicating his son in trying to get quite a large loan from the public investment corporation while Minister Nene was deputy minister and this chair of the PIC.
0: So um, I was reading a message here from um, one of our listeners, and um, this is from a major general who says, Can you please ask your guest, why is the minister asking to be relieved of his duties as opposed to resigning?
1: And just, that's a good question, and it's not entirely clear. I mean, the one interpretation could be perhaps that, you know, by President Kramaposso removing him uh, or asking him to or, – or removing him of his duties as finance minister, that could open up uh, some options for him to remain in cabinet but just be, you know – Shuffled to to another position, uh, and that could also then provide impetus for President Ramaphosa to look at, uh, at at firing some of the other members of cabinet that have been that have had dealings with the Gupta's or have been implicated in in some corrupt activity. It may also, and this is something that we that I haven't been able to check yet, but I, but I think is something to look out for. It may also be around the implications of being fired from the position and resigning from the position in terms of the benefits that, uh, that would accrue to him as a, as a minister, so the pension, etc. So it's not entirely clear to me why he's asked to be relieved of his position instead of just resigning. And I think we can expect to get some clarity on that uh, as the day continues because, as far as I understand it, there's a cabinet meeting taking place today. And so anything that is spoken about or decided, we should know um, during the course of the day.
0: Final one should the president fire him? Yes.
1: Uh, and it pains me to say that because, you know, I think that he did show considerable um, ethics by not signing up to some of the things that he was being asked to do. But the reality is that he lied to the president about whether he'd met with the Guptas. He did not disclose any of this earlier this year when the president was sitting to put together his cabinet and he allowed himself to be appointed as minister of finance, knowing that there was this uh, rather large thing hanging over his head. And so, yes, I think that um, for the position of the finance ministry, you really do need somebody who is not um, encumbered by, by all of the issues that, uh, that we saw come up during the Zuma administration.